So, prodigy. It's it it is it is it's fucking crazy. It's not like I remember. I remember specifically when Aaliyah died. Yeah, I remember where I was. I was it was in my living room and saw it on the TV, and they were talking about like the the plane crash or whatever. And that one just like. Like I wasn't like a huge fan of Aaliyah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, her music is obviously great, and I like I, I loved her music, and I like loved her, and you know, but it wasn't like something that like shook me to my core. It was just really strange. Mm-hmm. It just like something that just it's not one of those deaths that you see coming. You know, older uh, uh, celebrities or you know troubled celebrities, things like that. That always makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those like obscure. B celebrities that you're a fan of that dies. Yeah, and it's just like a strange thing. You would never, like, you just never have it in your head that Prodigy from Mob Deep would die. You know, it's, it's just, just weird. Yeah, it feels more personal because you're like, who else knows Prodigy? Right, and it turns right, yeah. out tons of people know Prodigy. Well, they know him now. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like you were saying. You know, off the air, he's getting a ton of praise now from a lot of circles. Everybody. I mean, but that's, you know, that's what happens. People die, and then all of a sudden, everybody's the number one fan. I was listening to uh, HNIC today. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a really great good. album. Yeah, it's really good. But, like, it, 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 he's still, like, I was a fan, obviously, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act as if I was a huge Prodigy fan, mm-hmm. you know? Honestly, I thought he was, he was a all right, rapper, he ain't the best. Yeah. I don't know what they mean when they say, like, uh, once in a generation rapper. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know, that, that, I mean, okay, let's not sit here and, like, <laughs> dead. He oh. was actually just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's more indicative of the, that kind of culture of where, you know, a guy dies and then everybody has to hop on the coattails as if, you know, you were a huge fan. It's right. It's okay so, to, yeah. you know, to be, you know, to, to, to be a moderate fan, to be somebody who, yeah, I, I fuck with, a, mm-hmm. I fuck with Mob Deep. That's sad that he died. I'm, I'm sad that he died. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to jump on and be like, yo, greatest of all time. Like, he wasn't. Like, I don't want right. to dog the dead, but he wasn't. He, yeah. You know, he just wasn't. Well, I think for a lot of people that, you know, actually really did care about him, especially growing up, because I feel like our generation kind of hit, hit Mob Deep in its stride. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like to a lot of people, his voice really defines a very specific niche within hip hop, which is like Queen's gutter mm-hmm. 90s hip hop yeah you know like yeah. he definitely is the the epitome of that right like the, no one else sounds like that and mm-hmm. I, I feel like that he really um he was like the poster child for 90s new york grimy hip hop yeah in my opinion yeah so. and and he's definitely he definitely is one of the more influential guys for the very reasons you're talking about i got a lot of guys from new york they all that's where i got my street cred right just Emulating Prodigy's lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. Just punching people in the face, stabbing them with their nose bone. Yep. Giving, them, giving them stitches. And, a, you know, a lot of guys, that's they cite him. And so you can see it. You can hear it and you can see it. So I will say, I will I will give them that. He definitely is one of the most influential MCs, you know. So it is, yeah, it's, it's sad to see the dude go. Because he was also, I don't know if you guys heard about, like, the cookbook that he had. Yeah. What was that? It was pretty cool. Was that his street eats? The, the, was it called Street Eats? The Commissary no. Cookbook. That's no, no, what it's no, called. No, no, no. I don't know if in the okay. subtitle no, 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 it was. No, no, no. I'm thinking but, of something else. Street Eats. But it was basically um, like recipes you can make in jail. 
That's awesome. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he was like, he was like on cooking shows and shit. They had him on like the Munchies and 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 really? like yeah. That's so he awesome. was he was having like a second life there, you know. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. were on tour. We t- we looked up, we looked it up. Mm-hmm. The Ghostface, Raekwon, yeah. and then Mob Deep were all on tour. Yeah, yeah. We were like, holy shit! Just that, like two weeks ago, we looked it, it up. Yeah, we were looking it up and like that'd be a dope show to go to. And then motherfucker dies, man. That's yeah. still might be a good show to go to. Yeah, Just I mean, well, tribute. if they stay on for the tribute, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see Havoc continuing that tour. No, of course not. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Has he, he ever put out anything solo? S- I think he has. I think he has. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but mm. could have sworn Peter. he had. I mean, Ghostface and and Raekwon are still on tour, so yeah, yeah. And of course, it's all made more sad because he died from his illness too. So right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever yeah. I see something like that, I always think it's like drug related and mm. I never thought of him like to be like a substance abuser just based off of his lyrics yeah seemed like he just smoked and like shot people yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. right right so I didn't think it was or taking his stuff at face value <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah that that is pretty sad especially you know he was somebody who was very vocal about the he had sickle cell anemia mm-hmm. and he's very vocal about it and uh I can imagine other people who have it probably look to him like you know if he can do what he's doing with it i can i can do a lot with it so yeah uh for that to be the thing that he succumbs to is that's pretty sad oh that's dope um yeah he's had three havoc solo albums yeah mm-hmm. mm. and i haven't heard a single one yes yikes his newest one is uh was supposed to come out last year silent partner with the alchemist mm. which is cool mm. kind of, i guess it's kind of his nod to being in mob deep because yeah. he was the producer for that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he'll do some stuff off off of that, but you know, you can't be mob deep without Prodigy. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. Well, let's drink these beers to Prodigy. Yeah. And all the other fallen soldiers. This is from the Perrin Brewing Company. It's the Imperial Oatmeal Stout Triangulation. It is a collaboration between Cigar City, Perrin, and Oscar Blues. So that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Um, with their powers combined, let's hope they make a delicious beer. My name is Marco Dupa for Admiral Beasts Rodriguez. Yeah, it is good. Sports with Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the One Beer Podcast. car towed last night what yeah oh, no outrageous oh well you i saw it outside so well, yeah i got, I got it back yeah had to pay an ungodly amount yikes they fuck you over with that they shit. really oh, do yeah. Yeah, dude yeah. i was yeah. so like I, I was just you know me just stoic about it just out of my control just yeah. has to like pretty much bend over and pay them yep. yeah go ahead and guess how much you had to pay yeah mind you i'm going it's just like ah they towed the car all right no big deal 50 60 bucks <laughs> I didn't pay 50, 60 bucks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with 150. 250. It was $135. Uh, that's yeah. still, that's a lot yeah. of money for nothing. To take my, you didn't, if you just left my car there, 
wouldn't have to do that. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it was nighttime <laughs> in like a parking lot of a business that's closed. Yeah. This is the fucked up thing. I walk, I pull in there. I've parked there before. People park there all the time. Never had any problems. Pull in. It's like 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Not even 10. It's like 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. Parking lot's empty. I'm like, oh, cool. Got here early. Whatever. Um, and I intentionally look to see if there's any like no parking tow-away zone signs. And I mm-hmm. don't see a single one. So the way that the parking lot's set up, like the building's here. You pull in this way. There's an exit here. And then the parking lot is all, all over here. So you come back out this way. You exit that way. So I'm pulling in, I'm looking, I look at the building, I look in the front of the entrance, I look in the parking lot where I actually park, nothing. Come back later, the bar's closed, uh, my friend's with me, she texts me, she's like, hey, where do we park? Because I, I can't find my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going crazy because I remember it being right here. So I go, okay, cool. Walk out there, my car's also gone. <laughs> and at this point, I go and look a little bit harder for that tow away zone because I know it has a number on it. I find it, you remember how it's set up? This is the exit. This is where you come in. The parking lot's over here. It's at the well, exit. For the listener, that has that means nothing. All right. Well, it's on the exit as you leave. That's the only sign. Yeah. So you don't see it when you pull in. You don't see it when you park. You get you're informed that it's a tow-away zone as you leave. That's right. So that was fun. So she she got her shit towed. Yeah, we both got our shit towed. Mm. Now was... now were you did you park there first and tell her hey. It's all good. Park here. Yeah. Did oh. you feel slightly responsible? Um, I mean, now that you bring it up, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Thanks. Well, yeah. Now, I would feel, I'd feel pretty shitty. I mean, I'm not gonna give her the money for it, but I'd feel. No, and uh, she made her own choice in her life. The thing is, like, you know, I parked there before. Yeah. No problems. This must be a new thing. Yeah. Uh, and I did look for the signs. I didn't see it. Maybe that's why the sign was in an awkward in the, spot. Yeah, it's probably up. new. I don't know who to punch in the face, but <laughs> yourself. Count one loaded. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, that does that does suck though. I uh, I always dread that, especially when I'm going downtown. It's part of the reason I don't like going downtown, or like, you know, or even on the Milk District or any of that. So just think just, I could sue. Do for what? A, do you think that's a case? The only sign they have is in the exit mm. for a towway zone. We'll call our lawyer. But there is a sign there. We'll call Frank. Ask Frankie, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a sign. I mean, can you sue if, like, you, you couldn't find the sign? Yeah, is, is the law that you have to, it has to be, like, readily visible? Visible in, yeah. like, a, like, just a obli- obvious place? Because mm-hmm. I, I had to look for it on foot to find it. But you found it, though. I had to look for it on foot. I mean, if we're, you found it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what the that's what the uh, prosecutor is just gonna. Eh. But you found it. But not in my car. Yeah. And not as I'm pulling in or yeah. parking. <clears throat> not in a clearly visible location. Yeah. You would think that that would just be like the big sign saying multiple signs. Don't fucking come in here on the wall in the parking. Anyway, mm. whatever. Got it towed. Got it back. Mm-hmm. Take the hit. What time? How'd you like? Did you have to you have to go all the way over there? How'd you get? Did you get? You took an Uber to the place. We, she um, we had two of her friends show up, so there were two more cars. So uh. we just rode over there. One was in a truck. Went with another friend in a in a Civic. So we just rode over there. It was up the street, and uh, yeah. See, that's how they got both of your cars. It's probably so one guy. He was yeah. probably just like, I'm just gonna come back and get this other one. Threw in a one second. up on the bed, towed the other, and lifted the other one. <laughs> and just like I'm out of here. Double yeah. whammy. Yep. What a bitch. Yeah, man, such a. Such a shitty, like, 
I don't know who takes pride in that. That I'd kind like, of job? Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, I should, I should have been a smart ass about it. When we got to the place, the tow truck was up on the curve, and I should have been like, hey, can't park there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get towed, man. It's a tow yeah. zone. I mean, it, that's one of those jobs that somebody has to do it, but it's still kind of like... It's a shitty thing, because that's such a victimless thing, like... That ain't, that's nobody's parking spot you know yeah. the manager of that business isn't pulling in like where the fuck am I gonna park at 10 o'clock at night right mm-hmm. right so and what's that's, the big that's why deal? it's kind of like I mean I guess being the devil's advocate if if you don't stop one person then they all do it then you got a parking lot full of cars then what happens at 6 in the morning when people do have to park there and people like left their cars because they got drunk or you know what have you uh, yeah I guess whatever I mean, stop being <laughs> sensible Marco. I'm just saying it sucks but you know you gotta, you gotta try to look at that other side of it. It's a function of modern society. Mm-hmm. See, I very easily complain about things and don't look at them from all sides. <laughs> and then somebody reasonable will say, "Well, did you did you look at it from this perspective?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but still, yeah, it sucks." Yeah, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> yep. I should punch you in the face. <laughs> <clears throat> you just have to, you know, take the take the thing and 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 moving around in your hands and. See it from all sides. I'm I don't know who I am talking right now, because it's not as if I'm gonna put this into practice that often. No. <laughs> but I'm trying. Okay. Good for you. I'm trying to be more reasonable. I'm trying. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna complain less. Mm. I wish you would. You wish I would. Yeah. Why? You complain a lot. That's a lot of negativity. <clears throat> so. Why Why would you want to be the negative person though? <laughs> I'm not negative. It's not negativity. Mm. I don't think I don't look at it as complaining. I look at it more as ranting about something. Can't it's not necessarily complaints. Definitely an opinion on things. You're a piece of shit, Marco. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why don't you rant on that for a minute? I don't... <laughs> well, if I didn't complain for like 10, 15 minutes, we'd have to fill that podcast air up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. With valuable you motherfuckers content. owe me. I want to okay? see uh, how long you can go without, without complaining, starting right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well end the episode. <laughs> I can I can do it. I don't complain about everything. Everything we'll is not a complaint. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Most things are a rant. Challenge round. All right. I'm gonna try to be as positive about everything as possible. Yep. Donald Trump was in the news today. No, just, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, will that will that will that help everybody's positive? Uh, uh, Did you uh, not learn anything at Bonnaroo? No, not a goddamn thing. I learned I need to bring more food. Mm. That's all I. Learned. <laughs> Is that a complaint? <laughs> yeah. Thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't no! You can't throw that one in my face. The old bait and switch. <laughs> Does that help? Does that help keeping a a, a positive? perspective on things yeah. do you do you actively try to those... keep keep a positive perspective on things yeah. yeah it's one of those things that it definitely like passively affects you and then it, it directly affects the people around you yeah you know because when you were like when you were crying at Bonnaroo that annoyed me yeah it's like uh, well I feel bad for him but same time told his ass bring more food yeah so I mean yeah yeah plus it affects you cause well you're you're complaining you're is not helping either I I'm, do everything. Listen, I brought everything. Mark, I'm, I'm the man. I'm ranting. Everyone <laughs> needs to just bow to me. I am the fucking man. That doesn't help anybody else's positive perspective on things. The guru. Lead by example, David. Don't tell me to radiate positivity 
and then fucking put everybody down for not being as prepared as you. I just stay quiet. <clears throat> Shut up while the grown folks are talking. <laughs> Damn. Adam suffered in silence the entire time at Bonnaroo. He suffered in air conditioning the entire time. How? Just sat in that car. What do you mean how? Oh, in the car? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the car was nice. <laughs> how? I didn't... I didn't oh, wait. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah, that was really that my was, favorite time at Bonnaroo. Totally did get some time in that car. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And then VIP toilets, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What about you? Do you feel like uh, when you when you go into an endeavor, you you try to keep a positive attitude about it? Do you actively keep a positive attitude about it? No. Yeah, I feel like Adam's like passively, like passive aggressive about it. <laughs> I am one hundred percent not positive going into most things, but <laughs> but I do notice eventually whenever I'm just feeling down about something, and I that's when I actively make the change to uh, go out of my way to be positive. Yeah. But it's one of those things. Like I think my my natural spin on things is usually unfortunately negative. Yeah. Um, but at that same time, as I've gotten older, I've been able to realize it before I end up more miserable than I need to be about a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's always the pleasant ones who are who are dark. Who? He's got Adam. Yeah, he's pleasant. Yeah. Uh, Adam is the most pleasant person in this fucking uh, room. I'm over oh. him. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> by, by all intents and purposes, if you had to pick the most pleasant person here. I mean, you say that. Do you mean like most dad-like? Dads are usually pleasant. That's what I'm saying. If you had to if you had to sit down. I think just his beard and his, his big bareness. If, if you had to sit in a room with somebody uh-huh. for an hour. Uh-huh. And if you, you just wanted a middle of the road, like, I don't, you know, this guy just seems like he's going to be <laughs> nice. Of the road. Like, a very mediocre no, time. No, it's going to be a really okay time just, in I that feel, room. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like if you got in a room with me. I'm feeling really down right now, Mark. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, I, I would prefer if, if I had to pick a person on the planet, I would prefer to sit with him for an hour than myself or you, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. If I had to pick one. I definitely wouldn't pick me. I'm all high strung and, and you know, frazzled ranty. and ranty. ranty yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. The mo- he definitely, I, I, you can't even argue that. You think you're more pleasant than him? Depends. I'm a pleasant motherfucker. He's pleasant. He's <laughs> very pleasant. <laughs> so goddamn pleasant. He's just, he's just fuzzy. Yeah. <clears throat> he's fluffy. Very nice to hug. Mm-hmm. Have you hugged me? I have hugged you. Recently? Not lately. Not Maybe lately. It's been a while. Right now. We're going to hug it out. Yeah. We should hug it out. Okay. Get up. Not now. Mm-hmm. Let's see some hugging action. We're busy. Yeah. Give the people what they want. We're working. <clears throat> people want more podcasts. Work on hugs. I don't know if I... I, I feel like I try to <clears throat> stay positive with mo- most things, contrary to popular belief. I try to I try to instill that in people when they, they feel down about a situation. Try to keep a, a, a mental edge about things try mm. to try to stay positive about them I do believe that you know you speak things into existence not like literally but you do put million that dollars. energy out there a million dollars <laughs> just a keep just dollars. keep doing it just keep doing it. another one you'll dollars. win that lottery <laughs> but I do I do think that you bring a certain energy to things and that if you start off feeling like well there's you know we're probably not gonna win but we'll give it a shot I guess we're here yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then you know, you've already kind of shot yourself in the foot because you need that mental edge. You need that that killer instinct whenever you're doing something. Yeah. If you're telling yourself that you're not gonna 
do that thing. You got to. You might as well just not even do it. Yeah. Even if you have the ability to do it, if you're not mentally all the way there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's Let's get in there. Ah! Let's get this podcast. Let's go, (laughs) Chip. We're about to give it 110 percent. Let's drink, drink, drink. What was that? <laughs> Bears loose. <laughs> I was eating the beer. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, you know, come to think of it, I think there's actually two parts to this because it's how you are to other people and how you are in your own situations. So I feel like you can be super positive in other people's, like trying to get other people to feel better about their situations mm-hmm. or outside situations, yet still be very pessimistic about your own. Yeah. You know? So I think there's there's a couple layers to that. Cause okay. Well, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Like, you know, how much how much how much truth is is there to you know, does 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 the the ranting and complaining does it actually do you feel like do you feel like it takes a toll on you sometimes? Yeah. Do you? I don't know. Like I I haven't really mm. I haven't noticed a direct correlation to your ranting because usually your ranting is, in my opinion, done more for entertainment purposes than anything else. You, you've never really been a wet blanket to me because I feel like you're generally more of like an energetic, upbeat person unless you're sleeping. <laughs> um, so it's I've never half the day. Yeah, like I've never really gotten that. Um, but I think that's also because we generally agree on a lot of things. So it, I've never come out of like a Marvel movie or something going that was great and you're like oh it kind of sucked I didn't really like that at all yeah you know but I mean that's just me but you think I complain too much your complaining is environmental so you never complain about a particular person or something but the event around you I feel yeah I could see that well like going out to something or like a party yeah. or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. But that's, <clears throat> I guess I'm not really thinking about like, if I say something and speak it to, speak it into the air, put it out there, and then, you know, it's kind of like, you, like you, you hear it, Dave, for instance, and you're like, ah, you know, he doesn't even want to fucking be here, right. then why is he fucking going? But to me, I, like, it's, it's just, it's more, like he said, like, it's entertaining for me to just be like, oh, well, somebody might die at this fucking party or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's a funny way for me to, like, get through it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I'm not as cognizant of like how it could be affecting. And you know, I, yeah, I was about to say that. It's just it's me too. Like I'm the type of person where if something's a bad situation, like you know, I kind of I might I might uh, what's the, what's the word say something about it, but I, I never like harp on it. I kind of just take it and move on with it. Yeah. Like if it's out of my control, it's out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. I just suffer silently. <laughs> Squeaky wheel gets the oil at him so dry there's one thing that I will not do is suffer silently yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're the guy that gets captured by terrorists and like let him go (laughs) complain so much (laughs) keep talking keep talking I hate sand (laughs) if you're gonna torture me do it right (laughs) just fucking do it already man oh I'm so sweaty (laughs) can you take the bag off my face for a second this electrode's not even on my nipple much Yeah, I think um, you know, trying to trying to keep a a positive attitude on things definitely help a situation. Um, do you feel like going into something like how do you how do you feel like <clears throat> you can kind of, I guess, 
realign the chakras, basically? Like, what do you guys do to kind of get back into that mental headspace of, like, relaxing and, and, and seeing things clearer? Do you feel like you do anything meditating or, like, fucking, you know, relaxation exercises? I know you have to do a lot with your back and everything. Yeah. You have to do, like, yoga and things well, like that. That's, do you- that's been a pretty recent thing that I've tried. And actually just doing a little bit of yoga by myself silently nothing else on suffering silently suffering silently in those stretches um just having that because i'm all about my alone time like i need that to recharge just my personality craves that um so i never like i thought that i was having quality alone time when i was like by myself watching tv and on my phone but i realized that you need actual quiet meditation time too because mm-hmm. like I'm I'm constantly on even when I'm going to bed I'm always watching something I have the TV on like I feel uncomfortable without some distraction being there at all times yeah even when you sleep even when I sleep <clears throat> but having like forcing myself to get uncomfortable in order to actually relax for a little bit is actually really nice yeah so having even if it's just 15 minutes just to tune everything out Focus on stretching, focus on breathing, I feel has been really helpful for me. Yeah. Um, besides that, just because, I mean, everybody has struggles going through their day-to-day of, you know, waking up every day and doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. It gets tiring, mm-hmm. and, like, humans aren't really built to do that. You know, we're supposed to have some something else going on. Yeah. So I found myself getting, like, really Groundhog's Day ish where I'm like I can't do this anymore I have to do something else so whenever I feel like that I just try to even if it's just going out for lunch or going a different way to work yeah any little thing that I can possibly do to shake up my day and get a new perspective on my life in some small way no matter what it is has really helped me out because even getting yourself out of that bubble just again just for 15 20 minutes a day can make all the difference yeah it's like a mini vacation for yourself you know Hmm. so i think that's really important and real vacations too obviously getting out of your your day in day out get out of the neighborhood for a bit yeah yeah you know try something new agree with that change is always good yeah what about you i don't know i think i'm always just on edge mark you think never know when i'm gonna snap (laughs) Um, How much truth is there to that statement? <laughs> I think there might be a little bit more truth <laughs> oh. than, than just a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you want to sit on the couch? <laughs> can I lay down on it? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, like my biggest stressor now is like just work, like the monotony of it, and mm-hmm. everything's very repetitive. Going back one day or going in one day, fixing everything, come only to come back the next day and see everything's been undone be frustrating um just really like being being with people i want to be with is a big deal with me yeah like meant a lot to me like more than you guys probably know that you all were at bonnaroo like i complained a lot on the way there but once we was there everything was was worth it yeah um but yeah being with people that i want to be with uh definitely helps me unwind yeah like a lot of times you know like i'll get the evening shift i'll come home you're sleeping katie's sleeping lottie's sleeping and it sucks because i don't I don't want to be at work with people I don't want to be with right. and then come home and be alone. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. honey keeps me company. <laughs> Fife has really been warming up to you. I think he's freaking. I think he's in his room. <laughs> Have you seen his room? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it's a David's closet. There. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting a, a cat or a, a pup now that yeah. I'm home and I might have more time for it. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah if I get a cat, idea. I'm going to name him Kendrick. Mm. K- cat Kendrick? Kendrick Kung Fu cat? Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> That's good. You can play with Fife. Hmm? You can play with Fife. It's another generation of cat rappers. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you feel like you do anything actively to kind of, you know, relax a bit or, or kind of... the rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah, I probably should. I kind of want to do more because the rock climbing kind of like it's limited in how much like stress it relieves. Yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I frustrate myself when I'm there because I'm just like climbing like shit or don't understand why, you know, this this route I can't do this route or anything like that yeah plus that's another thing like I like going there with someone because I enjoy top roping more than bouldering mm-hmm. and I can't do that without someone else there yeah so yeah being able to maybe do something independently that I can can get the full scope of it without having to have another person there yeah I think that would help yeah but yeah just being around people I want to be with do you feel like you stuck with the Buddhism stuff Kind of. A lot of time, uh, I don't practice it. Like, Adam's talking about the yoga thing, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably make time to, like, just sit and let my mind wander mm-hmm. until it becomes quiet. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Yeah, when I was yeah. in the in the uh, the floating tank, mm-hmm. that's what happened. Like, you would, I would think about something so much that my mind would just stop and just float into, like, wherever it was going. Yeah. And it was no, there was no thought. It was just whatever was in my head simply exist yeah yeah which is pretty cool <clears throat> um so yeah i'd like to get that feeling of just not having to to think yeah uh being able to stop my mind from just running constantly so i should make time to meditate yeah but um yeah whenever something i don't know something bad happens or like something out of my control i always try to to think like you know the the thing i always said when i was into it um who's to say if this is good or bad mm-hmm. that thing that's a really good like thing to kind of live by Sort of, because you never know what what might come of it because it happened, or what might happen because it didn't happen. Right. So. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yep. I mean, I. Your turn. And you. <laughs> I uh. I. F- music definitely is a good one. I have. I've never had trouble. That's that's why you know we make jokes about it, but. Like the reason that I can I can sleep so easily and rest so easily is like. <laughs> I, I, I usually don't have a problem turning my brain off. There's like, there's very, there has been times very rarely that I've, I've, I've had to stay up all night thinking about something. Usually it's like, I mean, it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. There's absolutely nothing I can do about this thing right now. So there's no reason to really think on it right now. And then like my brain just goes, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good idea. And then I'm gone. Yeah. So it, it, it it definitely is not you know I've never really had issues with that I mean through day to throughout the day I fluctuate from like literally almost thinking about nothing to thinking about everything all at once and so you know a lot of times it's 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 you know <clears throat> it's trying to it's trying to stay busy and trying to stay calm so music or I'll sit in the backyard with the dogs the dogs help <laughs> having the dogs really it really does help they're just there you know, sometimes they're annoying. They're following you all over the place. But I mean, it's like to come home and have them all the time. Like the the dogs are very therapeutic. Uh, 
I don't know. I was th- I've been thinking about this as you guys were talking, and, and when I thought about the when, shout out to Devin, she gave me the the idea for this. But thanks. <laughs> shout out. I've 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 sometimes I'll like I'll like <clears throat> when you talk about the rock climbing or doing the yoga. Sometimes I'll just go to the basketball court and shoot. I've been my jump shot is just it's broken. It's all the way <laughs> broken. I can't make a goddamn shot to save my life. But it does feel good to just be out there and just. Just be, you know, I don't, I won't take any music with me. I won't go with anybody. I'll just be by myself. Hopefully I'll get to the court and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you get there and there's like, there's just somebody just dribbling. They're like, hey bro, we'll play one-on-one. <laughs> Not really, dude. <laughs> don't, I don't want to play with you right now. Or like, <clears throat> you know, somebody will have their family with them and they're all like shooting terribly off the backboard. And they're like, good job, Timmy. And they're like passing the ball to each other. It's awful. <laughs> That's called a bounce pass. <laughs> <laughs> Chest pass, Timmy. Yeah. Uh, but when, you know, when I get lucky, that that helps. Um, yeah, listen, you know, just sitting there. And I, sometimes I'm able to just sit there in silence. I don't, I've never actually actively tried to meditate, but it is something that I'm interested in just to kind of see, you know, if that helps. Um, Devin gave me the idea to write you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of put pen to pad, you know, there's different techniques that you can do, you know, like trying to like bullet point things that you are thinking about and trying to organize those things. What I tend to do is like a stream of consciousness kind of thing, which just basically just put the pen on the paper and then just and whatever is coming to my head, just like as long as I can form them in like complete, not even complete sentences, just whatever comes out. And I only did it a couple times, but like it, it was, it's fascinating how much it helped. To like, if you're not if you're not ranting to someone, and you just do it on the paper and you get it out of your head and onto paper, it's almost as if it leaves your head because yeah. mm-hmm. you've got it out and you flow that down. energy into the paper, and it's like, it's a relief for a little while. It's like a weight off your shoulders. Like the things that have been weighing you down, if you can get them out, like getting them to another person, I, I feel personally is better being mm-hmm. able. To, and that's probably why I rant so much because like I have so many things going on that I'm just like I need to fucking I need to voice this opinion yeah. to somebody somebody needs to hear this shit even if it's like not good I need to talk about it right so I think that definitely you know that definitely helps me maybe not consciously I obviously am not thinking about it in a way of like I need to rant to somebody but it it just flows out of me so it's obviously something that I need to do yeah mm-hmm. so I used to do this thing or I just still do it just not as often whenever something bothered me I would write it write it down mm-hmm. and then rip the page out and throw it away mm. so that was like a thing of me like can't do anything about it to get it out and then get rid of it oh, I like that yeah. it was a very symbolic thing do you feel like like that helped do you feel like you, you know it, yeah 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 because the person I was dealing with at the time that I was doing this like I was I was upset to the point where I couldn't speak to them mm-hmm. so like I would write it down and then like consciously like being able to know that I'm going to throw this thought away and just not you know it's not going to like just linger and like rot in my mind help me like get past it like I'm just taking this and I'm throwing it away because there's nothing I can really do about it right yeah. now so yeah it did, it did help for me yeah I don't know man power of positivity the power of your mind crazy thing yeah you know it's 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 something that like you know you don't really you don't really think about it but what a what a positive mental headspace can do for you what it can do for your you know your overall energy i mean they, they say like you know people who wallow and shit like that like like uh <clears throat> 
like when people get older and they have like Alzheimer's and stuff, mm. the more that they sit there and they're alone and all they do is, if, if they don't have anything to kind of stimulate their brain and keep them active and keep them doing things, they say that like their Alzheimer's progresses like two or three times faster than yeah. somebody who like is playing chess and has like their family around them mm. and can talk to people and like right. kind of express themselves more. You know, it's just, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. It's pretty fucking fascinating. Your mind's really everything, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How you perceive things. There's a oh. Thirty-eight. There's an argument in philosophy that states like, um, it's what's it called? Dual physicalism, where if your mind and body are the same thing, then your mind wait, your mind can't exist without your body. So I guess the the thought process of it is, you don't know if your physical world things you can relate to physically are actually in existence or is mm-hmm. it if it's your mind mm-hmm. well it's the, it's the opposite thought and it? it's that your body can exist without your mind to think it to witness it to yeah but there's the other half of it is saying like no the physical world is an actual it's tangible it's an actual thing uh-huh. it's just your mind states of your brain or brain states that are interpreting it to your mind yeah right an interesting way that they kind of uh uh, elaborated it was like you can take you know your body and you can say this is your leg this is your arm this is your head but like your mind you can't take your mind and go like this is the part of your mind that you know physically you can do that you can say this part of the brain controls emotion but like in your mind you can't say this part of your mind controls you know your breathing right. this part of your mind is your anger it's this just, is where my one, trauma is right it's right. one whole piece <clears throat> and mm-hmm. because of that like, you can't say that it's a physical thing yeah. Interesting. It is. It's a pretty cool class. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. this stuff's fascinating. <clears throat> you went back and took that for what? What do you what do you what are you going back for? That was just a um an elective uh. to fill out my humanities. I thought you were gonna say YouTube video. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I was joking with someone and like every a lot of people go on YouTube now to like learn their subject. Like they don't yeah. they don't oh, yeah. bother with like a textbook. Because YouTube explains it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just like, when's YouTube gonna get accredited? And yeah. YouTube University. Yeah. Google you. Mm-hmm. I think you were saying that at, at Bonnaroo. Maybe. I think I think you were. Drank a lot, Mark. Yep. I remember. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in Bonnaroo. A lot of drinking. A lot of drinking happened. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that that <clears throat> you can learn pretty much. Every, it's 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 an it's amazing that people still can be uninformed about so many things. Yeah. It, it annoys me to the like it annoys me a lot that people don't you have a computer in your pocket you have a computer at home you have a tablet something yeah. nobody in our immediate like reality ha- does not have access to everything right. that we do you know? right so it's annoying like when i have when i had to change my ac in my car i've never worked on an audi before yeah i didn't mm-hmm. know how to do that shit yeah. i watched a youtube video yeah and then i did it right to have and then people were like, wow, you're so, you must be really good with cars. Like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm good at YouTube. It's right there. It's literally at your fingertips. The, the, all of human knowledge is in your pocket. Yes. Every, every ounce of You it. just have to ask the fucking phone, not uh-huh. me. Okay, Google. <laughs> just ask. Um, yeah, well, uh, I heard somebody say something that was pretty interesting, which is, we do have all that knowledge at our fingertips, yet it's so hard to go to that Google bar mm. and 
think of anything of worth to actually learn. Yeah. You know, like you, it's just like if somebody were to ask you, you could be thinking of, you know, music all day, but if somebody were to walk up to you right now and go, what are the five best albums of all time? Yeah. Period. Tell me right now. Like, I mean, it would, it would take a while. It's yeah. It's difficult because it's like, it's one of those things that if somebody were to ask you, what do you want to learn right now? The second, it's hard to do without having that as like a a task at hand. Kung yeah. Fu, exactly. Yeah. I I, Kung whoa. Fu. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. Know, it's just like there are almost too many options. Yeah. Right now, so we need yeah. something to funnel us down a pathway to a specific knowledge set. I feel. Well, I think I think people need to people just need to focus more. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's we have kind of goes back to you know social media and and having all of this stimulus in front of us all all of these things all the time you know like you said before you're 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 always on Mm -hmm. and you're not the only one i mean i would i would definitely say honestly you're probably the most plugged in out of everybody probably the most plugged in person i know right (laughs) but i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing you know as long Mm -hmm. as you use that to your advantage if you you know you're doing something pick up your phone when we call you adam Mm -hmm. i don't answer phone calls it's in your hand (laughs) But, you know, you're not the only one who is who is plugged into the Matrix at, at almost all times. And I think that you're just bombarded with so many things that, like, your mind can't focus. It's creating, like, today's society is creating scatterbrained people yeah. who yeah, wouldn't yeah. necessarily have been that way had they not had all of this being thrown at them at all times. Right. It's usually just garbage, too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, That's I want to get out of, like, my Facebook social circle because I'm tired of seeing, like, uh, that one question Bay never answers and it's just a stupid yeah. skit video and it's just that over and over and mm-hmm. over. I, I I have started to like, I'll go on there maybe once every, I don't know, every, I'll go on probably once a day maybe and be on there for a couple minutes and then realize, yeah, this was a mistake. <laughs> like I can't go on Facebook. It's really hard to go on Facebook nowadays. I'll still go on Instagram. It's not as if I'm not on my phone or anything, but Facebook is just, it's just a, just a fucking dumpster fire. It's t- I just I can't go on there anymore. It's so awful. Um, but that's I mean that's 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 a lot of things. Though. I mean you go on um you know you try to look at the news for instance and you're like you're you're being bombarded with a lot of garbage. Mm. Going like like fucking Snapchat. Snapchat's full of garbage ass fucking articles. You get one every like twenty. You're like oh that's interesting. Yeah. The rest of them are like why do men have nipples and like <laughs> what is Kylie Jenner doing today? Like it's fucking stupid. It's just. It's the fucking articles translated into like a ten second like yeah. text picture yeah, with right. music. Because it's it's all about getting those clicks. You gotta get that traffic to your website. That's all they care about. That's why people that's why we're not bombarded with, with things that, that would make you smarter. That's you know, you you have to focus on those things. You have to search those things out. If you don't actively look for those things, you're not you you're definitely not gonna stumble on them, mm-hmm. you know? That's why when these guys like Neil deGrasse Tyson, they break through all of that garbage and then they become somebody who is like, quote unquote, cool. And they're a person that you can look to for guidance and for knowledge and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. But that's why they're so rare because they have to meet all of these. They have to check all these boxes for people to give a shit. You know, they have to be like cool. They have to be of the Internet age. They have to be able to like. Why is there only like one smart guy per generation? That's 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 what I'm getting at. Carl Sagan, Bill Nye, Neil deGrasse. You get Mm -hmm. you get the one guy. It seems like society will give us the one guy and then that's it. You know, it's like we I mean, hey, we gave you Neil deGrasse. Don't fucking take him for granted. 
And he's black. And you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't take him for granted either. I buy his fucking books. I'm gonna get his books. Yeah. All kinds of shit. Anyway. Sometimes I wonder how. Like I know the guy has his you know qualifications, but how smart is he though? Do you think he's like stupid in some ways? He has to like be. Like, he, does he push on doors that say pool? <laughs> There's got to you know be I mean? something. Like, in my yeah. mind, like, I want to believe in a world that he's, like, an idiot at making sandwiches or something. Like, right. he puts the meat on the outside for some reason. Like, he's just... That's ridiculous, Adam. <laughs> it's like, he, I, I don't know. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is so smart in so many ways that there has to be like, at least one thing that he is incredibly stupid about. Yeah. At least I would hope. There's got to be. Yeah. Sort of like... I don't know what was it. Um, who was like Paris Hilton was like, "What's Walmart?" She was so rich and never been to Walmart right, yeah, that yeah. she actually asked. No what exposure Walmart was. to Walmart. So. so Neil deGrasse is so smart and so educated that he doesn't know what what's like the dumbest thing you can think of besides this outside sandwich. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't imagine him being somebody who's not at least aware of those things, though. That's what makes him. A special guy. That's why people like him so much. Yeah. It's like he doesn't he doesn't speak above us. And he's got kids too, so they're like plugged in. So I feel like he's involved with them because he talks about them a yeah. lot. I don't so. think I think you're gonna be hard pressed to find something that like he's completely ignorant of, or ignorant about. Yeah. I Damn find it. Out. Yeah. I, he's just not the guy. Just too good. Too mm-hmm. good a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Good. Good then. Yeah. Hopefully, we need, uh, we need more people like that. Hopefully, he doesn't have anything uh, in his closet. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe he eats babies or something. <laughs> Allegedly. We'll fucking, we'll fucking find it's called out. Stem cell research, Adam. Yes. So like, yeah, right? He's actually 200 <laughs> years old. I mean, we're, we're, we're losing all the heroes, man. You know, they, they're just talking about the uh, the Bill Cosby trial. They, I guess he. They're still a, talking about that shit? Well, it was a, it was a mistrial. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know if they're going to try him again for, like, um, you know. I think so some other charges or what have you try to um, take it to uh, they're going to appeal and you know I mean of course they are they're, they're going they're gun informed now he'd probably be dead before this whole thing is over that's what I'm saying like <laughs> the very I think the very worst he's going to get is spending you know the, his last 10 years in and out of courtrooms yeah I don't think he's going to see the inside of a jail cell honestly no no um, but yeah I mean we're, we're just we're losing all our we're losing the people that we're supposed to be able to look up to man either they're dying or they're fucking raping people it's like yeah. it's fucked up man so I really really hope that Neil deGrasse Tyson you know he dies 30 40 years from now and nothing ever comes out except for he uh he also donated 50 million dollars to <laughs> quietly in his will yep. Did, didn't say anything about it <laughs> oh you mean he was even more tremendous in death than he was in life yes absolutely great great as News. We, we talk from our Mars base music to my ears <laughs> The Neil deGrasse Tyson Center for Knowledge exactly. on Mars. On Mars. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's wrap this baby up. Uh, this was from the Perrin Brewing Company. It was actually a collaboration between the Cigar City Brewing Company, Perrin, and Oscar Blues. It was the Imperial Oatmeal Stout Triangulation. Gentlemen, what did you think of this beer? I really liked it. <laughs> I really, really, really liked Thanks it. Thanks for tuning in. Adam. Yeah, what? Um, it was crafted in Michigan. Did you know that? I did see that. Yeah. Um, man. Stretch. This, Stretch. Is, <laughs> this was a beer. I'll tell you what. Tell uh, you what. Uh, no, it was it was tremendous. I really, really enjoyed it. Tremendous. Tremendous. I. Uh, Why did you use that word? 
I, I couldn't <laughs> think of a better word to describe <laughs> this beer. I just, very... I just said tremendous. Yes. <laughs> Triangulation is tremendous. I'm going to give it a 4.75. 4.75. That's my thing. <sighs> Took right. it. A light 4.75. Um, it's good. Pretty standard. Didn't knock me off my off my feet. Not a maybe I'm like stuck in the lion stout because that was a pretty sweet one. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I'll you give want it that a, hint of sweetness with your stouts. A little bit hint of sweetness. I do actually. I do prefer that with with my stouts. I do just, like. Just, okay, this is an imperial oatmeal stout. Did you say that? Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. like the milk stouts are a little sweeter. I want to do stout oatmeal stout side by side. And kind of see if you I can. I want to see the difference. Yeah. Because we don't really drink stouts that much. Yeah. And definitely don't drink enough oatmeal stouts to mm-hmm. like pick it out. <clears throat> pick we also those. don't. We don't do a lot of taste tests. You know, comparisons like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that would be an interesting thing to kind of, you know, just throw that in there from time to time. Yeah. Something like that. Can 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 you pick out that oatmeal or like the notes that that this brewing company wants you to wants you to pull from this thing? Claims. Is it is it is it that different from like just a original flavor, <laughs> original flavor stout? Um, I go to four, four. Yeah, I will give it a four point five. I thought it was uh, delicious. It was great beer. Uh, just just a shade under a five, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, I agree with you, Dave. I think that little. I think the oatmeal. If if that was a little more pronounced, you get a little a little bit more a uh, little, little sweeter. Just, just a hint. Probably would have cracked, you know, pushed it over to that five. Just a kiss of oatmeal. Just a little, just a little kiss. Oh. Just a little kiss. So, this has been the One Bear Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. And drunk Dave. Still radiating positivity. Always. Good vibes. Uh, drink delicious beer, ladies and gentlemen. Have a positive outlook on life. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Off the air, Dave. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. What the fuck? Where'd that come from?